spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light Shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. From ONN, this is Hollywood Casinos on the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Here are your hosts, Dave Biddle and Scotty Vegas. Welcome to On the Money. 97.1 The Fan and ONN. I am Dave Biddle. Joined by Ryan Baker. Scotty Vegas is on the Buckeye Cruise. A little camps. jealous. So he is, Scotty Vegas is giving back to society, um, just doing his charitable efforts. And by that, I mean he is drinking and eating. Uh, maybe not eating that much, though. You know, Skinny maybe, Scotty. Skinny Scotty. And we have Mr. Caleb Blake at the controls. All right, Ryan, um, you know, like, like they say, like the guy says about the rent is too damn high. Um, I think uh, the UFC fights are on too damn late. No, I sound like an old man, but um, UFC 298 was, a, was really good last night. I mean, my bets were not, but like, it's always funny. I see like the, the main event's going to be like, they say it's going to be like at 1130. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be like at 1 a.m. Hey, but that's, those are what naps are for, but it, it does make it difficult when you have to get up, um, before 7 a.m. to do a Sunday show to prep for that. And I'm up watching UFC texting you at like 1 a.m. I love bids that you are a UFC guy because I'm a big UFC guy. Uh, I enjoy watching it. I enjoy the fights. Uh, and I also enjoy the wagering aspect of it. And so I love that it's midnight and I'm getting texts from you like, oh, my goodness, did you see that my bets suck right now and all of this? <laughs> and, hey, it was actually early night for UFC last night. I think they were done before 1 o'clock. They were actually, I know for a fact, done before the jackets were, which was another good thing for me last night. Yeah, you so, know that. Yeah, I had a, uh, I had a pretty good – I was lucky last night, Dave, that I had a uh, – I bet a lot of single fights. I bet five different fights. I love the CBJ shirt there. Uh, I bet five single fights last night. I went three and five in those, but I had a parlay that was good, and all I needed was Volk to win. So I was in a position to hedge on Taporia last night, and the only way Taporia was going to win that fight to me was via a knockout. So I went that route. I went Taporia to win by a you know TKO knockout whatever I got plus I got thir- uh, three to one odds on that so I would have been better off if Volk had win but I was able to cover my UFC and then Boone Jenner twelve seconds left gets the game winning goal not only the Jackets win but a little five legger it's the only thing I needed Boom. I only needed was a point from Boone and he got the game winning goal let's go. That was the final text of last night after we uh, stopped texting about <laughs> UFC. It was just a boo 
moon in all caps. All and I, caps. And I, was, I just responded, nice. Yeah, the irony. My, uh, I'm glad you. Nice job hedging. That's a, a you know. You're, you know, Scotty Vegas would be proud of that. The irony there is the only one that I uh, hit last night was uh, Tapuria. Uh, I, I was betting underdogs, 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 and then bam, I finally got one. But at least that's the one I had the most money. I still did not do well overall, but that was the one I had the most money on was the main event, and at least I got that one. Which it's funny, you were betting underdogs last night. I didn't like the underdogs. Wasn't at a good all. night to do that. No, and it was not the favorite. <laughs> I liked the favorites actually. Most of mine were the favorites until the hedge. Um and you had said you were doing a lot of uh, you call them Bermuda Bermuda bets now with the underdogs. Yeah. And I was thinking when you told me that, I really don't like that tonight. But, you know, it is. But and if hey, you bet ten bucks and you might win like like over like a thousand. I had one that I'm, I was going to win. Like seriously, we probably would have gone to Bermuda if I won one of my ten dollar bets. And I wasn't that that far off. I hit the first two of the, and then well, I shouldn't say I was that far off. I hit the first two of the four legs. I won't say what happened in the next two legs. All right, let's get. We're, there's a lot to get into on today's show. Ohio State. The Jake Diebler era begins today, baby. Let's go. All right, Ohio State men hosting Purdue. One o'clock. Uh, you can hear the game right here on 97.1. The fan number two Purdue, really number one Purdue now. They came out with the, uh, you know, the early, I guess, what would you call that? If the, if the tournament was starting today, like what the seeds would be, Purdue would be the number one the overall number seed. One. So, But they are number two in the rankings for now. I was surprised to see this. I'm curious to get your reaction on this. Purdue is only, quote-unquote, favored by eight and a half. I certainly thought it would be higher than that. Your thoughts, Mr. Baker? I thought that was a little weird. Now, I know we're... Ohio State is at home today, but I thought it was a little weird given that they were nine and a half point underdogs on the road at Wisconsin. Um, so that that did shock me a little bit. I I only think this game goes one of two ways today. I think Ohio State gets their doors blown off or they rally around Diebler and get the win. I don't think there's any in between, at least me personally, in this game today. It's interesting in sports. We see it all the time. The interim coach bump. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You get that. Just that. I don't know. Everybody. You, everybody's kind of loose. Nothing against like. They, not that they disliked Holtman. It's not that. It's just we see it all the time. And sometimes it is because they didn't like the coach. Like with the Raiders this year. You know, after they got rid of uh, Josh McDaniel, they had a little bit of a. You know, all of a sudden, the guys rallied around. I don't think this is that. But I do think there could be like a little bit of a um, an assistant. You know. That interim coach kind of bump, nothing to lose. Now let's, you know, let's just play loose. I think there is going to be some of that today. And I also think Purdue's going to pull away and cover the spread. I, I really do. I think for Ohio State, I think it could be they like Jake, you know, they really like and want to play for Jake Diebler. They talked about the upbeat practices they've had this week, but it could also be a thing where they're angry because they liked their head coach too. They liked Chris Holtman as well, and they're angry that he's gone, and it focuses them and makes them play well. So it could have that effect, too. I saw a very strange quote. I mean, coaches are coming out of the woodwork to blast Ohio State for the fire of Chris Holtman. Okay. Izzo at least kept it, like, just general. Like, he doesn't like it where the sport's going. It's like, okay, whatever. Of course, you just want Ohio State to suck so you can beat them all the time. Ohio State has the worst record in the Big Ten, meaning just in conference games. Ohio State has the worst record in the Big Ten combined over the last two years. That is unacceptable. And then Coach K had had a crazy statement. He said, "It's I can't believe Ohio State fired him. You know, if if Duke would have done that, they would have fired me after three years. If they, you know, the Ohio State's administration would have fired me after three years. It's like 
dude, he's not in his third year. You might want to double that and then add another year on top of it. Holtman was in year seven. I agree with Kay. In year three, you can't fire a guy. You got to be patient if a guy's at least winning somewhat. Not the Holtman was winning anymore. Seven years. Well, how does that statement make any sense? By by his seventh year at Duke, Coach K had been to a national championship game. I think what Coach K was saying was that it wasn't good for him in his first three years, so he would have gotten fired. Coach K, it's a different time too. Guys got time. Back Seven then. years, but you a, did, plenty of time. You, you don't get that time nowadays. And now Holtman's first four years, they were NCAA tournament years, and people can say whatever about the COVID year. The the Coach K stuff and some of the other guys kind of shocks me. Tom Izzo does not because we know that Tom Izzo and Chris Holtman are close friends and confidants, and they would talk throughout the season quite a bit. We've heard that before. Uh, I just think... I just think these coaches all know, and it's the same thing we've heard. Everybody loves Chris Holtman. He's a great guy, so I think they're sticking up for a guy that they consider uh, a friend and obviously a colleague. But the fact of the matter is, you cannot have five and fifteen in the Big Ten last year and a four and ten record up to the point that he got let go this year in the Big Ten. You ju- you just can't have that. You can't have the Januarys to the end of the seasons that Ohio State has had the last two years. I just don't understand. These coaches are acting like that Ohio State wasn't patient with Holtman. They gave him a contract extension. Ohio State fans know maybe they were too patient. Seven years. I know things have changed, but people are acting like he only got three years, like or four years. He, got, he was here for seven years, almost seven. He got fired in year seven. To me, that's a plenty of time. And two with the the years you've had in the Big Tens here the past two years, it didn't look like there was a way out. Because I don't think you were getting out with this roster, uh, at least, especially the not playing the freshmen in key you know t- times down the stretch when you need buckets and things like that. So I, I don't think there was an, an end to this. Speaking of basketball coaches, what is our wish list to replace Chris Holtman? We're going to talk about that next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. All right. Let's get into it. Our wish list to replace Chris Holtman. Presuming they don't promote Jake Diebler, which, I, listen, I hope he goes 4-0 and and then goes on a run in the Big Ten tournament and all that good stuff. Jake Diebler, I, I like him a lot. Um, but listen, you can't fire Chris Holtman and then his main assistant then gets the head, the head job. It's not like he, Chris Holtman's like riding off in the sunset like Urban Meyer after winning the Rose Bowl. Then you hand the keys over to Ryan Day. Like, no, like he, he drove the car like... Off the highway, you can't have his top assistant then take over the program. And I really, I love Jake Diebler. I love John Diebler. Great family. My first time ever seeing Jake Diebler. He was a senior in high school, and I was showing my, I was covering 
um, the Ohio High School Basketball Tournament. There was a young skinny guy also on that team named John Diebler, and their dad was the coach um, for Upper Sandusky, and they were fantastic. Um, they won the state title that year, um, the Diebler brothers. So I love Jake Diebler, but let's presume let's, he's not the guy. Okay, Let's, let's be honest. He's, yeah. coach, he's coaching these next six games in the Big Ten Tournament for a spot on the next coaching staff, yes. right? Yes, I said four games. I was thinking of the women. The women have four games left. The good team. Um, yeah, six games left in the Big Ten tournament. I hope he goes undefeated, and you're right. If he just does a solid job and everything we hear about him is true, which I'm sure it is, that the guys like him, that uh, he's a coach on the rise, then he's going to get, you know, if he's able to do a, a good job to finish the season, you're right, then he's going to get at least a solid job. And then if he does a good job there, could be a, a big-time coach. We'll see what happens. I'll be rooting for him. All right. My wish list. Now, this is a tricky one because this would need to be vetted. It has been vetted there. Um, it's been vetted to an extent. But Chris Beard, if you can tell me for sure somehow that he did not put his hands on his fiance, that would be number one. But that you got to find a way to tell me that for sure, though. That that's a deal breaker. Now she has recanted her story, says she she exaggerated. He didn't hit. He didn't hit me. Okay. As long as that is true, that'd be my number one. I would then go and whatever. Now, Dusty May to me would then be next, but I feel like he's waiting for Indiana. That almost feels like a pipe, but it's still, you got to go after him. And doesn't he have like a 10 or 12 year contract right now? Uh, we don't care about buyouts at Ohio <laughs> State. We got, we got Ross Bjork here now. He's Mr. Buyout. Um, Lamont Paris. I know he's had a, everybody's like, oh, well, look, he lost, a, you know, he got blown out. Okay, we're going to talk about one or two games for Lamont Paris. We're going to talk about the fact that he took over South Carolina and has them ranked 11th in the country. I think we're going to look at his, and he was really good at Chattanooga. So Lamont Paris is on my list. I would at least interview an Indiana State coach, Josh Schertz. It's kind of, I don't know why that's hard for me to say that name. Josh Schertz. He's only, he looks older than 48, but he's only 48. Did a great job at the D2 level. Laugh about it if you want. And now he's done a great job at Indiana State. They're ranked. I kind of like him, too. And I I like, you know, I always go back to, I know it's a different sport. I go back to, like, Jim Tressel. You know, everybody laughed at that when he was hired. Oh, I'll get a one A head coach. Uh, okay. When guys win, they win. Tressel winning four national titles at Youngstown State, uh, that should have told people a lot. Anyway, th- that's my wish list. Mr. Baker, what's yours? So I wrote down a top five here, Bids, but I really only have a top four. Okay. These are the four guys that I want. And I'm not saying you're not swinging big, but if I'm Ohio State, I'm swinging a big stick here. And I think Ross Bjork will. You know all along, I love this guy. He's won everywhere. And you want to get an atmosphere back in the shot, this is the guy to do that. I love Bruce Pearl. I love Bruce Pearl. I don't know if he would come here. I don't know if he would leave Auburn. But again, I'm swinging big. The next guy, and this one, I can't even believe his name was brought up, but once I heard it, I fell in love with it, and he's probably not coming either. But I'm calling the Celtics, and I'm talking to Brad Stevens. I know he's not coming. Come I get on. it. I mean, I, yeah, you got to. I, I guess. It. I guess make but you the gotta call. Swing big and make the call, I right? Mean, I, I guess. I guess the next one bids, and maybe this is nostalgia <laughs> coming for me or coming back for me. Thaddeus Mata the third. Chris Gent. Oh, Chris. Oh, I like that one actually too. Yes. And, yeah, I, yeah, know I would Jeff, at least give him an interview for sure. I know Jeff Goodman and others have come out and said, all oh, NBA coaches with no college head coaching experience, they don't do any good. Well, how's that working for Hubert Davis? 
He's done a pretty good job at North Carolina. It's not like Chris Jen has never coached. But in how's it working college. for Jawan Howard? How did it work for Patrick Ewing? I understand. I, mean, the, I get the, the that. List is, but I. But, but Jen, Chris Jen's Jen a little different. different. Absolutely, he's different because he's, those yes. guys were stars. He's a grinder, and, and he's, he's been an interim head coach in the NBA. He's been a longtime NBA assistant, been an assistant at Ohio State. And you're right, and he's grinded yeah. in the coaching game yeah. as well. You're so right. it's not like this guy is just you know, been handed stuff to him. He's really worked for it. And I really like the Chris Jen hire. And then the other one, and this is one that Caleb and Eric really got me on yesterday. Why not Will Wade? I know there was issues, but NIL and stuff, all that stuff like is coaches, legal now. I don't like coaches that clearly cheated and still couldn't win big when they cheated. Unless, especially when you're at like a, like a, a pseudo big time program. Like Sean Miller is actually a better example. He was... Caught cheating at Arizona and couldn't, exactly. couldn't win big when he was cheating. I don't want Sean Miller and what, I don't want Will Wade. What has LSU ever been outside of Shaq? Well, that's, They've never been anything without Will Wade. I mean, jeez, uh, just a few years ago, Pete Maravich was there, man. I'm kidding. <laughs> that's even before my time. You see the great. Okay, so up next. Now, do you want to do uh, NFL futures or do you want to do college football futures next? Your call. I'm let's putting you let's on the go spot. college football. Let's up next, we're going to do college football. football futures. What are the odds for Ohio State to win the national championship? What about some other teams? We're going to talk some college football futures. That's up next on the money. This is Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. From ONN. Hey folks, it's game day and the betting's gonna be intense, Drew. You said it, Dave. But a good pregame routine keeps betting responsible. That's right, you gotta pause before you play. Good call. Sports betting is hot, but it can be risky. And pausing to set limits is an all-star move. That's right, Dave. If you bet on sports, pause before you play to set limits, recognize the risk, and know when to stop. Learn more at pausebeforeyouplay.org. February is Children's Dental Health Month, so make sure you make an appointment for your child to visit an Ohio Dental Association member dentist. ODA member dentists are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality dental care, are bound by the highest ethical standards, and have access to superior ongoing education and training. On your next visit, ask if your child's dentist is a member of the Ohio Dental Association and American Dental Association, so you know you're being treated by the best. To find an ODA dentist in your area, visit ODA.org. Ohio has over 920,000 diabetics. If you are a diabetic, take a step in the right direction by having your feet checked routinely by a podiatric physician, the most qualified doctors to care for your feet. Adding a podiatrist to your healthcare team can help you better manage the effects of diabetes on your feet. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state. For more information or to find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 614- 
888-474-7000. Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-472-000-614-472-000. Ohio has over 920,000 diabetics. If you are a diabetic, take a step in the right direction by having your feet checked routinely by a podiatric physician, the most qualified doctors to care for your feet. Adding a podiatrist to your healthcare team can help you better manage the effects of diabetes on your feet. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state. For more information or to find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. The Fan, the Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. On ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. Dave Biddle. I almost said Scotty Vegas. Scotty Vegas is on assignment, meaning he's on the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. He's living the life. Ryan Baker sitting in for him. And Caleb Blake sitting in for Ryan. So playing a little musical chairs here on the show. All right, let's get into it. College football. Odds to win the national championship. Now, I jotted down the top 12. How about that? That's not a coincidence. Last time I checked, there's going to be 12 teams in the playoffs this year. All right. Now, I'm usually not. In fact, I've never been. In fact, I've been outspoken. You can't be a national championship or bust guy in college football. You can't live. That's just not. It's not realistic. So much has to go your way. Da, 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 da. You can't be a national championship or bust guy. Well, I am breaking my own rule this year. I'm a national championship or bust guy. It's all lining up for Ohio State. Everything's lining up, and I love the coaching staff. I like, you know, obviously like the roster. I still can't believe things happen like Caleb Downs. I said Caleb Blake. I'm I'm grateful for Caleb Blake and Caleb Downs. I can't believe we got Caleb couple, Blake couple, I mean, they're both like Ohio State students right now. I mean, how about that? I mean, we got a Caleb Blake and we got Caleb Downs. A couple of superstars. Quinn Sean Judd In different fields, but superstars. Okay, so I love this. Now, Georgia is the betting favorite, plus 360. Then, pretty close, number two, Ohio State plus 425. That's really close, and it continues to tick up for Ohio State, or tick down, however you want to look at it. It was like plus 600, and it's 550. And I thought it was 450. Last time I looked at it, it did show prep. This morning, 425. All right, Georgia 360, Ohio State 425. I'm going to go through this real quick. You can tell me what you think. Texas is next at 8 to 1. Alabama and Oregon tie for fourth, 12 to 1. Ole Miss, sixth, 13 to 1. LSU, 15 to 1. Again, these are your odds to win the 2024 College Football National Championship. Number eight, that team up north, 16 to 1. Nine, Florida State, 22 to 1. 10, Cheer, cheer for old Notre Dame, 25 to 1, and then tied for 11th, your final two projected playoff teams, so to speak. Clemson and Penn State, 30 to 1 to win the national championship. Some crazy numbers in there. Um, I, you know, Ohio State, and just to go back to your national title or bust, I don't know if it's national title or bust this year for Ohio State, but I think it's beat Michigan or bust. Oh, buddy, it sure is. Because I think if they don't beat Michigan this year, I think there's going to be some seats that are boiling over 
at the Woody in the shoe this year. So uh, the Ohio State, the plus 425, I think that's uh, pretty good odds. I'll tell you what I like probably odds-wise the most here. I kind of like Oregon at 12 to 1, and I am not an Oregon guy. I've always thought that they have been way overrated because of the flashy uniforms, and they had the Chip Kelly spread offense style before a lot of other teams really had it. And I've always thought they were a lot of flash and no substance, but I really like what Dan Lanning's doing over there. And I think Dylan Gabriel is going to slide right in. For Bo Nix, and they obviously had a good recruiting class. I really like Oregon, 12 to 1 there in bids. I'll tell you another one. If you want to go long shot off the board, a team that's down with the 24th best odds, Kansas at 150 to 1. I love their coach. I think Kansas with Jalen Daniels and Lance Leipold, and remember the Big 12. It loses Texas and Oklahoma. I think Kansas has a great shot at winning their conference and getting in the playoff. And once you're in, you never know what's going to happen. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm trying to. I don't. I don't. Oregon would be the one that's you know. Other than Ohio State, I agree with you. And by the way, um, you know, in the top twelve, so to speak, the, the Vegas top twelve for college football, you have four Big Ten teams because Oregon will be a Big Ten team and five SEC. No surprise there. Texas it, joining the SEC. Texas at eight to one. It's going to be tough in the SEC, but that's not bad either. That's not bad. I do notice that's a pretty big jump when you look. Georgia plus three sixty, Ohio State plus four twenty five. Those are the clear top two. It's a pretty big jump then to Texas at eight to one. You know, it almost doubles at that point. All right, Ryan Baker is the biggest CBJ fan in the world. Okay, he maybe not the biggest, but he's you're probably in the one percent. You're probably I'm, in the one percent. I'm a pretty big one. So, so who does Ryan want? I'm gonna even throw my a name in the ring that I really want. Maybe it's the same guy Ryan wants. Who does Ryan want as the next GM of the Columbus Blue Jackets? Maybe head coach if uh, Vincent doesn't survive all of this, which seems likely to me. Who do we want as the new brass for the CBJ? That's coming up next on the money. More of Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Nation. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Yeah, so Ryan wants Brad Stevens as Ohio State's next head men's basketball coach. And uh, listen, I, I do too. There's no way it's going to happen. If it does, though, if it does, though, Ryan is getting a nice steak dinner and uh, all you can drink, anything, all, all the steak you can eat, all, everything you can drink. You and I will go out together, everything on me, because I'm so confident it's not going to happen. I'll be so happy that it does. It's one of those, like, if you bet against your team, like, but, but they win the Super Bowl or something, you're like, I'll give up. I don't know. How much did I just, like, pay for them to win the Super Bowl? Great. Like, listen, if they get Brad Stevens, which is not going to happen, I, I will take, we're going to go out, spend a ton of money, and it's going to be on me. And we'll get a national championship within five years. And we're going to do it in Bermuda. All right. Wish list for CBJ, GM, our great Yarmo. Nightmare is over. Who do you want? 
So I'm a I'm a you know obviously a big hockey guy, but this is even hard to keep up with. You know all of the guys that could be a GM and all of the guys that are in the front offices. Uh, but there are lists out there, and they seem to have a consensus few names in them. I put down three that I would like to have, and it's funny. They all have Columbus Blue Jackets ties. And I'm not a guy that thinks you have to have Columbus Blue Jackets ties. Um, But it just so happens that these guys have been here and they've gone around the league. I think my number one choice would be the current GM of the Colorado Avalanche, Chris McFarlane, who was an assistant GM here under Scott Halson and also at the beginning of Yarmo. He ended up uh, leaving in 2015 uh, when they wanted to bring Bill Zito in. Uh, he was the the assistant GM is the GM for the minor league team. So he was the guy that was in charge of the Cleveland, then Lake Erie Monsters. And he was out the year before they won the Calder Cup in 2016. So obviously, you know, those are Columbus Blue Jackets players. But Chris McFarland was a big part of that as well. Getting that roster together, getting pieces in there to fit around the young guys. Uh, getting the coaching staff in place uh, for them to win. Chris McFarlane, now here's the problem with that, though. It's a kind of a no-no in the NHL for a GM of another team to leave and go be the GM of a different team. So if you get a guy like McFarlane, you're going to have to attach a president of hockey operations to it or a vice president of hockey operations, you know, something like that. There's going to have to be a title that makes it like a promotion for him. I don't think that's a big deal. No, we see in sports all the time. Okay. I, I bet you're, I bet you have my guy on the list. I bet but I'm, I, I have him written down. I okay. have what I, I have a wish list of one. Okay. I don't know nearly as much about this as you, but I want to hear so, yours. So my number two would be another guy. We just talked about Bill Zito. I think when Bill Zito left to be the general manager of the Florida Panthers and he's done good things down there and he's kind of revamped that roster a little bit, bringing in Kachuk, getting rid of Huberdo, things like that. I think when Bill Zito left, a lot of things with the Jackets started going shaky. I think he was a guy, he's been an agent before, uh, a scout. I think he's been in all parts of hockey. He's a guy that I would like again, though. You'd have to add that title to him to get him here. And then number three is an original Blue Jacket, one of the first free agents uh, that they ever signed, Matthew Darsh. He's the assistant GM uh, down in Tampa Bay. He's worked closely with Julian Brisebois. He, uh, by all accounts, would have got the Pittsburgh Penguins GM job this past year had Kyle Dubas not been fired by the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Pittsburgh Penguins scooped him right up, uh, right away. So, uh, Matthew Darsh, I think there's also a connection there with a former jacket in Jamie Pusher who works in there. He could maybe bring Jamie Pusher along to the front office staff as well here. So Matthew Darsh is seen as a young and up-and-comer. I mean, 47 years old. Uh, he's a guy that could be here for a while. He knows the Blue Jackets culture, uh, at least back when it was, you know, the, the they weren't great, but, man, they play, they punched above their weight all the time. And uh, so those are the three that I would want. There's other names out there as well, but those would be my top three. Darsh is my guy. I, I just think that'd be perfect, and it's interesting. Um, and, and honestly, I've never heard of him, but now, now I have. And here's what... 
Here's what happened. So I was filling in on uh, Rothman and Ice. Hopefully AR is feeling better now. And we had Jean-Luc Grandpierre on. And I asked him for his wish list. He played he, with Matthew. And he, at first he was like, oh, and I, I knew I was putting him on the spot. I said, I know this is a, a question to probably ask you, you know, in two weeks, maybe when you've had a chance to look at some names. I said, but what is your wish list? And he said, oh, yeah, almost like he wasn't going like, to really give an answer. Like He didn't really know. And then he said, you know what? I think uh, Matthew Darsh would be really good. And he, then he explained why. I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The next day in The Athletic, uh, Porty, who does a great job, did a story with a few guys that he mentioned. Matthew he, Darsh was the very first. And, and yeah, he re- and he didn't. I don't know if, if Porty really took a stance. But then if you looked at the comment section, it was like Jackets fans were like, Darsh, Darsh, give me Darsh, please. Darsh. It was like 90% of the Jackets fans in there roughly were like, give me Darsh. And like, Porty, again, I'd have to go back and read. I don't think he advocated for one, but if if you could read between the lines, you could definitely tell Porty thought that would be a good hire. So it's like you have Jean-Luc Grandpierre, you got Porty. Again, I don't want to put words in Porty's mouth. You got all these Blue Jackets fans. Uh, and you got your, you are a Blue Jacket fan. He's on your wish list. That makes a lot of sense to me. So, and I don't want to, I don't want to poo poo Matthew Darsh here, but the comments in the section on the athletic, those are people that want him because he's a Blue Jacket guy. You know, I, that doesn't always make it right. And let's remember this too. Tampa Bay has had a lot of success. Steve Eiserman is really the one that built that organization. Then he left to go back to Detroit. Now, I'm not saying Breezebois and Darsh haven't done a good job keeping it maintained because you know, you can sometimes let it go off the rails and it can go crazy on you. Uh, but just remember, Steve Eiserman was a big, uh, the main part of that Tampa Bay. You mentioned that Porty article. I have it right here. He also has, uh, he had Darsh and McFarland. He also has Jeff Gordon, who used to be a GM of the Monch, or of the New York Rangers, knows JD very well. Uh, Ray Whitney, obviously the wizard, one of the best former jackets, uh, ever. He's in the San Jose. Or he was up for the San Jose GM job last year. Derek Clancy, a former chill guy that's in the front office with the Toronto Maple Leafs right Great now. Great name for a hockey team, by the way. Columbus Chill. Great name. Jason Fantastic. Ba- Jason Bottrell, who used to be the GM of the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Eric Tulski, who's a assistant GM with the Carolina Hurricanes. And then he also mentioned Chris Clark, who's the current assistant GM with the Blue Jackets. Yeah, can't, I know he had to uh, you know throw that in there. You can't do that. No. But you need you cannot to keep, promote from within. You need to keep Clark on staff, I think, That's because fine. he is a good hockey mind. That, yeah, keeping him in the front office is fine. You cannot promote from within for GM. And I don't think they will. They went, JD went out of his way to say that they're going to look outside the organization. Okay, up next, what is the over-under four win totals for the Reds and the Guardians? Uh, We're going to get into that next on The Money. This is Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos On The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. On ONN. All right, spring training has sprung. 
MLB season begins in like five weeks. It's just oh, fantastic. I love it. Off. I love it. I can just smell spring. And you know, uh, for us as Reds fans, this is really exciting, I think, this year heading into the season. Yeah, and I love over-unders. I love that the, you know, looking at the over-unders and then betting on a few every year for Major League Baseball. Um, it's just enjoyable. Then you get to follow it throughout the year and bet on a few different teams. You can bet the under. You can bet the over. That's how that works with over-unders. It's funny. Um <laughs> So the Reds last year were 82 and 80. So I was curious what their over-under was going to be this year. I figured they'd put it out at like, you know, 84 or something like that, even though I know their win differential, you know, you know, didn't really add up to being 82 and 80. You could argue they were a little like lucky last year by their Pythag, but like they didn't have their real team till like June. <laughs> like, I, I mean, McLean came up in May and Abbott came up in May. De La Cruz came up in June. Their pitching staff was ravaged throughout the year. Like, they're over under this year, 82 and a half. So if they win one more game they did last year, they hit that. What do you think of 82 and a half for the over under for the Reds? So my initial reaction is I love it because they're a deeper team. So, uh, and I'll, I'll get into that a little more. Their pitching staff is deeper. They've got 10 guys right now battling for five starting rotation spots. Um, so if they're pitching, has some of the the injuries that they had last year. They should have depth to overcome that. The one thing that gives me a little pause on this Reds team is the Cleveland Guardians team from last year. If you remember the Guardians two years ago, they had a lot of guys that had career years. Jimenez, Rosario, they you know they Miles Straw. They had guys that had just awesome years for them, punching above their weight, playing above their head. And then they had all these expectations for last year, and those guys, for the majority, did not have those years again. And we know there is such a thing as the sophomore slump, and we saw Ellie go through it at the end of last year a little bit. So is McLean? I don't think I really worry about McLean. I think that dude's just a ball player. But is he going to do what he did? (laughs) Is Spencer Steer going to have the year that he did last year? Is Ellie De La Cruz... I think they have enough depth, though, Dave, to overcome that. Yeah, and guys might bounce back. I, there's going to be regression from guys. Guys are going to get hurt, but you're right. They finally, they have like leaned into depth. I've heard. I love what what Carl said there. Henry's not GM and title. He got the bump to like president of baseball ops. He's really he's really the GM. He's and I love what he said. I don't recall a Reds GM saying this. He's like, it's a 162 game season. People get too wrapped up in. Well, this is our starting lineup. We don't need this guy. And these these are our five starting pitchers. We don't need this guy. And these are our eight bullpen guys. We don't. Need, he's like, guys are going to get hurt. It's yes. a 162 game marathon season. Like. First of all, I think if they're starting from scratch, there's no way they do do 162 games again. It's just it's so crazy. That's how many games they play. Um, guys are going to get hurt, as Carl said, and guys are going to underperform. You're going to need depth. So I'm with you, man. I think the Reds are going to uh, not go over by a lot, but I, I think they're going to win 83 or more games this year, though. I'm not real worried about the durability of Graham Ashcraft and Andrew Abbott. If you can get... 20 start, well, 15 to 20 starts out of three of these four. Lodolo, Green, Montaz. I guess from two of those three, I would say. If you can get 15 to 20 starts from two of those three, I think the Reds are going to have a really good year. I already told you the Guardians, 78.5 is their over-under. What do you think of that? I think that's a little low just because of the division they play in. Now, a lot of people think the Twins are the favorite there, but the Twins lost a lot on their pitching staff. 
you know, Sonny Gray coming to the St. Louis Cardinals, you know, scares me as a Reds fan a little bit. Yeah. Um, a lot of people like the youth of the Detroit Tigers and think they're on the ber- verge of breaking out. The The Guardians have just been such a quality. Their pitching is going to be good. Again, they have good pitching depth. They've been such a quality team that I don't – they're going to be around that 500 mark to me, at least. Yeah, and as you mentioned, the Twins are the favorite in the AL Central, which was historically bad last year. Um, do you know what the Twins over-under is for wins? I have not looked at that, but if they're the favorite in the Central, I would guess 81 and a half. Higher. Really? 85? 80, 86 and wow. a half. I think that's, I have, that might be a little high for them. I have that pegged as one, as one that I'm going to take. I haven't done my bets, bets yet, but that's one I'm going to take the under, if that sticks. 80, yeah, I'm, that I'm, seems a little high. Especially, yeah, lose Sun, losing Sonny Gray, I don't, I, you know, and I know that the division is weak. I get it, but like, still. Right, we're going to look at even more over-unders in MLB. I'm going to quiz Ryan on some of these interesting ones. That's up next. And we're going to look at World Series odds. That's up next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Hey, folks, it's game day, and the betting's going to be intense, Drew. You said it, Dave, but a good pregame routine keeps betting responsible. That's right. you got to pause before you play. Good call. Sports betting is hot, but it can be risky. And pausing to set limits is an all-star move. That's right, Dave. If you bet on sports, pause before you play. To set limits, recognize the risk, and know when to stop. Learn more at pausebeforeyouplay.org. Do you have an oak tree in your yard? The Ohio Chapter International Society of Arboriculture is committed to advancing responsible tree care practices while preventing a fungal disease called oak wilt. They remind those who own and manage oak trees the best time to prune is November to early March. To find out more, there are over 1,000 qualified tree experts in Ohio. To find an ISA-certified arborist in your area, visit treesforohio.org. That's trees, the number four, ohio.org. February is Children's Dental Health Month, so make sure you make an appointment for your child to visit an Ohio Dental Association member dentist. ODA member dentists are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality dental care, are bound by the highest ethical standards, and have access to superior ongoing education and training. On your next visit, ask if your child's dentist is a member of the Ohio Dental Association and American Dental Association, so you know you're being treated by the best. To find an ODA dentist in your area, visit ODA.org. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. Our one affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta, Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts from the Ohio News Network. Ohio has over 920,000 diabetics. If you are a diabetic, take a step in the right direction by having your feet checked routinely by a podiatric physician, the most qualified doctors to care for your feet. Adding a podiatrist to your healthcare team can help you better manage the effects of diabetes on your feet. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state. For more information or to find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. 
Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy real estate as is fast for cash. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-472-000, 614-472-000. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family. I even buy my tenants won't pay me the rent houses. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-472-000, The Fan. The Fan. Ohio sports destination. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. From ONN. I know some shows do this. We should like start like recording like our conversations during the breaks. Like Ryan and I were talking That's about so lo- funny. local high school football helmets that we like or don't like during the break. Just really, really delving into local high school football helmets. By the way, go Jags, Hilliard Bradley. It'll be um, here before we know it. Yes, sir. Um, okay. Now, who's the favorite in the NL Central? I think you know this. It's not our Reds. At Reds, we're doing over unders on. Uh, Win totals for MLB because Scotty does not want to ever talk about this. You know, um, when the when the cat is gone, the mice will play. <laughs> um, I should know this because I, I looked at this earlier today for the Reds, but I just paid attention to the Reds. I'm I'm guessing it's the Cardinals. It so. is the Cardinals. You know what their over under is? Uh, eighty six and a half. Pretty close. Eighty five and a half. Okay. Okay. Um, next up, who's next up? Is the Reds? Are the Reds second or are the Reds third? The Cubs think? are second. You're right. You know what their over under is? Again, Eight, Reds eighty three and a half. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. Who's fourth? That would be the Brew Crew. Yep. Nailed it. Do you know what their over under is? Seventy nine and a half. No, it's actually it's lower than what I expected. But I, I guess given the fact that they don't have Corbin Burns, maybe it makes more sense. It's seventy five and a half. Oh, that's real low. And then they have the Pirates in the cellar. Do you know what their over under is? I can't believe it's too much behind the Brewers, so 74 and a half. Nailed it. And I have that tagged as one I might take the over. People are like, the Pirates? Listen, if they, I'm not saying they're going to have a winning record. I think they can win 75 games, though, if they stay healthy, relatively. They got a, They don't have the Reds' young core, but they got a pretty nice young core themselves. All right. Let's get to some interesting ones across baseball. All right. Over under for the Dodgers. This is the highest in Major League Baseball. The So I... I saw something earlier this week, and I thought this was weird. I th- I swear it had the Dodgers at ninety two and a half, and I thought that seemed low. I'm going to stay with it though. Let's go ninety two and a half. One hundred three and a half. Oh and this wow! Is according that to, was, so that was really low. This is according to ESPN Bet and the sports book at Hollywood Casino Columbus. So okay. ESPN Bet Hollywood Casino Columbus Dodgers highest win total in baseball 103 and five i would guess the braves are next you're correct okay what's their over under 101 and a half nailed it all right who's so those are the top two where's my dings caleb i need dings (laughs) this is this is ryan does know mlb version (laughs) um okay highest in the al you got the two highest in baseball are both in the nl those two superpowers dodgers and braves Who's in, I think the Dodgers payroll is like north of two billion dollars. I think this year, um, although it's all deferred money, though I don't know how they they do that. Anyway, who's the highest in the AL? So my initial thought was the Texas Rangers, but now I'm thinking maybe the New York Yankees. Correct. So let's go Yankees. Correct. There you go, Caleb. And then uh, you don't have to do that for him. No, it's fine. <laughs> I, uh, I was just kidding. I know, I know you're. Right. I I, I kind of like it though. Um, <laughs> You gotta get that Price is Right losing horn out, though, too, if you're gonna do that. (laughs) 
I, I still um, haven't put that in the system. That's bad oh, on me. You had it in there. Oh, it was just like temporary. I was yeah. just pulling it off the computer. Oh, that's got to be that's got to be <laughs> a mainstay on there. any radio show in the world. You got to have that Price is Right losing horn like at, at your uh, at the ready. Okay, Yankees ninety three and a half is your over under for okay. the Yankees. All right, and that's uh, number one. In number the one in the AL. Who's second in the AL? Also fourth overall in baseball. So we have top two in the NL. Third is the Yankees. Who's fourth overall and second in the AL? This is difficult to me. It's either the Rangers or the Orioles. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. Interesting. (laughs) Tampa Bay. That was actually pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Tampa Bay. Nope. Wow. Bang a drum. Bang a drum. Oh, the uh, Houston Astros. There you go. Oh, you I should, actually, if I would have thought of them, I might have said them can. over the Yankees. Bang a trash can. 92 and a half for the Astros. Okay. Up next, Orioles. Yep. Orioles, 91 and a half. Then your Rangers, 90, 89 and a half. Phillies, 89 and a half. Okay, real quick. World Series winner. Who's your uh, Who's the favorite? Who do you think? Well, unfortunately, I have that on my screen right here, so I see it's. <laughs> I've had that on for a while. It's the Dodgers at plus four hundred. Okay, if you want to bet on our Reds, they have the nineteenth best odds, fifty to one. And guess what bids I have at fifty to one, a bet on the Reds, and I also have the Reds at plus three eighty to win the Central. I, I got like that it. a while ago, plus, so the odds have dropped a little. So give me the pl- so plus. Okay, I like those. I like those. All right. Well, the first hour of the show is in the books. If you're listening on the fan stick around for the second hour, this is On The Money. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Deep Biddle's favorite kind of psychology is reverse psychology. Reverse psychology. You're listening to On The Money. Presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. Welcome back to On The Money. Dave Biddle, Ryan Baker... Kayla Blake, our good friend Scotty Vegas, is giving back to society. Charitable Scotty Vegas on the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. Okay, he's eating a lot and he's drinking a lot, but he's also giving back to society. He's sipping on mimosas and having brunch on a boat right now. He's on a boat. (laughs) He's on a boat. Anyway, welcome back to the second hour. Right about now, Caleb, it is time for the parlay party. Hit it, my friend. Parties where we celebrate anything we want to celebrate. Could be a nice parlay that we hit. Could be a GM getting fired. Could be anything at all. Ryan Baker, what are you celebrating? Well, Bids, we talked about this a little bit earlier in the show, but I had a pretty good night with the betting last night. I had a nice little CBJ five-leg parlay that hit for me. Turned $5 into $58, so that was pretty nice. Boone getting that game-winning goal. It was like double for me, you know? The Jackets win, and Boone gets the point I need to complete the parlay. And so. you, you and I are not afraid to be dropping Lincolns. We will be dropping $5 like it's nothing. <laughs> we will be dropping yeah, $5. Like, like, yeah, yeah what, don't act like you've never seen a Lincoln before. Why buy toilet paper when you got $5 bills, right? <laughs> 
Um, UFC, I had a, you know, it could have been a better night last night if Volk would have won, but I was in a good position to hedge with Taporia, so that was good. So I had a, a, an okay night on the UFC. Bids, I know a lot of people think I'm crazy. But I love that we got some substantial snow this week. I enjoy a good snow. I like it to snow enough where if you want to and it's something you can do, you can go out and have fun in it. You know, you can ski, you can sled, you can snowball fight, you can make snowmen, whatever it is that you have fun in the snow or that you can make money. And I'm all about making money. So, you know, if you can go out and shovel or plow or whatever it is, make a little money with the snow. I don't like the little spitting snow. I like the lake effect snow that Caleb's used to up in Cleveland. <laughs> so like, I was, don't remind me of that. I'm having flashbacks when I'm walking outside my door this morning. <laughs> I was happy for the uh, four or five inches you got here wherever you are in central Ohio. And then I am pumped, man, for our guy, Scotty, that he is on the high seas right now enjoying the Buckeye Cruise. Good for him. I hope he has a blast, and I can't wait to hear his uh, tales from the Buckeye Cruise when he gets back. Caleb, what's got you fired up? Man, guys, so Brian, I think I told you about this bet a little bit ago, but Dave, I'm not sure if you know. So, in high school, me and a buddy, just lunch period, messing around, you know, he says, all right, I don't think Pat Mahomes is winning three Super Bowls. I told you, I said he's ridiculous. You're, you're ridiculous. So, we bet on it right then and there. This is senior year of high school. And he'd already won one, is that right? He'd already had one. One, and you're, and you're like, he's going to win three. Yeah, I'm like, he'll definitely get three. Yeah. His argument was basically on, like, Aaron Rodgers. Like, he only got one, which, like, fair, but at the same time, I mean, Pat Mahomes is different. Chiefs team, I don't know, this Chiefs team is different. So I guess I was pretty smart as a high schooler. I, you know, take this bet, obviously. Um, it, which, at the time, we bet, we said 500 bucks. Like, just whenever, we're assuming, like, it won't happen for at least another 10 years or so. Um, and, you know, obviously it's paid off now. So, instead, I didn't want to make him pay up because we're still in college. 500 bucks is obviously a lot of money. However, he said he's moving out to Denver. So he said, whenever, like, I want to come within the next, you know, time after we graduate, you will buy my plane ticket. That's awesome. It's a massive dub there. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> nice work. That's the futures bet of futures bets right there. I love it. All right. I am celebrating, you know, I'm not celebrating when a guy loses his job, but I am celebrating that Ohio State has a coaching search. It's exciting. Is it not exciting thinking about that? Like, and it it really had, I know Gene Smith didn't like this when Steve Hellwagon put it to the, but it really had died on the vine. I think that's a fair way to put it. I know Gene didn't agree with that and, and really took umbrage with that phrasing. I thought Steve Hellwagon nailed it. I thought it had died on the vine. There was no, there's no atmosphere over at the shot. And I, I don't care about, you could pick and choose little games from the Mata era, like a People are saying, well, what about that NIT game against Akron with only like 6,000 people? It's like, get, get out of here. I'm talking about like Big Ten games. Like, there was never like 8,000 people at an Ohio State Indiana game when Mata was here. So I'm excited to see what happens with Ohio State's uh, basketball search. I'm excited to see what happens with the CBJ GM search. I have no doubt they're also going to have a coaching search. It's just, it's just interesting. Um, so those are some of the things. And yeah, UFC last night didn't go as well for me. Um, as it did for you, but it's just exciting. There's nothing like UFC. I, I grew up, I loved boxing. It, it was dying on the vine when I was a little kid, but I still liked it. And there's just nothing like that. You, you just get so into it. And a lot of these people, I don't even know. Um, I don't even know their stories. I don't even know of them. I don't know their names. You just get into it, man. There's just nothing like the mano imano of UFC. I love it. And, and it can change with, you know, in the, in a, in an instant, somebody could be losing for, 25 minutes or 24 minutes of a fight, but that one punch or kick could change anything's bids real quick. I can't believe I forgot this on my sheet here. 
I've got to talk about the outdoor game, the stadium series game. Yeah. The Red Wings in the jackets in the shoe, March 1st, 2025. Dude, how can you not be pumped up for that? I cannot wait for that to come and be there and soak in that atmosphere. We've been wanting it for so long to see that game in the shoe. Man, I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. All right, I do want to circle back on this. Um, second hour of the show here, final hour. We'll be with you till uh, 11 a.m. We talked about this in the first hour. Our wish list to replace Chris Holtman as Ohio State's head coach. And let's make the massive assumption that Jake Diebler, who we love, we're big Jake Diebler fans, that he's not going to get promoted. Um, they're not going to promote from within. I can't imagine Ross Bjork and President Carter are going to want to do that. So let's look at our wish list. Okay, now mine is... Um, you know, I, I now again, this needs to be vetted. Chris Beard, if that would get vetted, he'd be atop my list. And when I say vetted, there was a domestic violence allegation that then was then dropped, and his fiance recanted her story, and they're still together. And she said she was exaggerating, she was lying because she was mad. Okay, that would still need to be vetted. If you find, if you can tell me for sure he didn't hit his hit his woman, then I'd be okay with that. But you got to find a way for sure that that didn't happen. I don't know how you could do that. Lamont Paris, South Carolina coach, is also on my list. Dusty May would be a great hire, but I think he's destined for Indiana. He's a former Hoosier. Um, they might get rid of Woodson. Now, if they keep Woodson, different story. But if they, especially if they know they're gonna, they're not happy with Woodson at Indiana. They know Ohio State wants May. That might force Indiana's hand. So. But he's still on my list. And then Indiana State head coach, Josh Schertz. That's my list. And mine's oh, with- and Chris Jen. I, I, you added, you mentioned Chris. I, I would throw Chris Jen in there. He, those are like five guys that would get an interview. I would definitely interview Chris Jen for sure. And my list outside of Chris Gent, because we know Chris Gent wanted the job when Chris Holtman uh, ended up getting it. My, my list is probably a little unrealistic, but I'm shooting big. And my number one guy, I've loved him forever. I know there's cheating allegations, whatever, but I love Bruce Pearl. And I think, you know, seeing Bruce Pearl run around the shot shirtless would just get the shot fired up. He would embrace the whole Ohio State football culture here and include that with the basketball program, I think. And uh, I I just think he would be a home run hire. Brad Stevens. He's not leaving the Celtics. Speaking of guys that love ripping their shirt off, yeah. Brad Stevens, he's, shirtless Brad Stevens. What, no, he's not. He's what not. What are the here. chances that he leaves the Boston Celtics front office to come run the basketball program? Zero percent. Yes, zero percent. I still make the call, and I think Ross Bjork is the kind of AD that just may make that call. And then my other one is Will Wade. Again, there's a lot of cheating allegations about him, uh, but he did a great job. They're not allegations. Well, yeah. He was was caught on wiretap. Yeah. But how much of that stuff is cheating now with the NIL world that we live in? Yeah, but he didn't. It wasn't legal then. Again, I don't like these coaches that cheated, were caught cheating and still couldn't win big. Now, Bill Self, at least, was caught cheating. Again, nothing happened, even after the... The Southern District of New York lawyers came out. That now we have your playbook. We're going to get all these coaches. Or nothing at all will happen. One of the two things. Bill Self at least cheats and wins big. And now I get that none of that stuff. But if I don't want to hire Will Wade who couldn't win big when he's cheating. But listen, Kansas and Arizona, like you talked about, are way different than LSU when it comes to the basketball but Sean world. Miller didn't win and big winning Arizona. Champion. But I, do I have Sean Miller on my list? But that's my No, point, I don't. I, don't I, want those I just guys. think Will Wade is, you know, cheating or not, is a really good basketball coach. I think he knows the game and he's really good. And I think he's worth a swing. 
Okay. What do you think of the – I know like, you, you want to swing big. I get that. Indiana State head coach, Josh Schertz. Listen, the only thing I know about Josh Schertz is that Indiana State was ranked for the first time since Larry Bird, and then they lost the very next game. That's all I know about Indiana State basketball right now. I'd be lying if I said I heard of him before this year, and you can say another thing you know about him – struggling to and I'm not, I guess I'm not struggling I'm just being very cautious when I say his name because it's it's the interesting name where the the first name the last sound sounds exactly like the first syllable of the last name Josh Shirts Josh Shirts it just rolls off the tongue anyway I like him what about Lamont Paris you're not a Lamont Paris guy are you I'm not and I think it's just because and I don't think this is this isn't fair to these guys probably but I just don't know if there's a long enough track record of them winning that I want them here. Now, people will say Jim Tressel. Jim Tressel had a long track record in national championships, a lot of them, at Youngstown State. When he came to Ohio State, it was also a different world then, too. Would that work now if you hired Jim Tressel at Ohio State? I don't know. I just think some of these guys, for me, I don't like Josh Shirts. He coached at Lincoln Memorial, whatever that is. Were, he, now he won. It's big. Division Division Two. Yeah, they were like the D two power when he was there, right? They won. And they now won. he's turned Indiana State around. He's only been there three years. Let me ask you this though: They never won a D two championship. I think people though, forget about there. this. And, and Xavier's a good program. They're not a mid major. Xavier is, is. But when Thad was there, I have to go back and look. They weren't. Were they in the Big East then? I don't think they were because the Big East. I think retooled. But anyway, yeah, my I don't point think is, they were yet. my point is, you could argue that Thad didn't have very much of a track record. It was good. One year at Butler. One year at Butler, three years at Xavier. Now, he took Xavier to the Elite Eight, and that was the year after he lost David West, and he was good the year they had David West. Lose David West, you're going to take a step back, right? No, take Xavier to the Elite Eight, almost beats Duke. And I remember thinking, I remember I was in a bowling alley watching that with some friends way back in the day thinking, this Mount Mata guy, and I knew of him from Butler, too, because Wright State played him. I'm like, man, it'd be good to get him at Ohio State. That's probably not going to happen. I loved his pat. He was so mad after the game, but not in a in a... In a classless fashion he was just his press conference he was so intense they came this close to beating duke to go to the final four so not a long track record for thad but um similar i guess and dave you're not wrong and i'm not saying that one of these guys a shirts a may a lamont paris isn't going to wouldn't come here and do a great job i'm not saying that i just think this is a time where ohio state needs to say hey we're a big boy and college basketball we're going to get back to what we were and we're not saying we're not playing second fiddle even though they're always going to be second fiddle to the football team we don't want to be that we want to make sure that we are a basketball powerhouse again and i think by doing i think to do that you have to go after a bigger named coach and i don't know if you're going to get that person i think you have to make those calls though speaking of making calls Give us a call. Who do you want as your next basketball coach at Ohio State? Uh, do you want to talk Ohio State football? Do you want to talk NFL? Do you want to talk anything at all? Betting. Daytona 500 betting. I was golf betting. Say, anything we got the at Daytona 500 all. Ask today. us anything. You want to talk about is Ryan Blaney going to repeat as NASCAR Cup Series champion? Probably. That's Give us guy. a call. 614-821-9710. Ask us anything. 614-821-9710. You can also tweet at us at on the money 971 at on the money 971. Again, the phone number 614-821-9710. We will hear from you next. On the money. 
If you miss a live show, you can catch the podcast. If you miss the podcast, our hosts have volunteered to have dinner with you. The meatloaf! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Scotty's kids don't ask how his day was. They ask if all his bets won. You're listening to On The Money. Presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. All right. We're going to hear from you guys, your calls, your tweets. If you haven't uh, called us yet, we're taking your calls on anything. Who do you want to be Ohio State's next basketball coach? Anything at all. 614-821-9710. We have a caller on the line right now, Caleb, I believe. Coltrane, welcome to the show. What do you got? Hey, guys. How's it going this morning? Doing well. Doing great. Thank you. I think, uh, you know, the next Ohio State basketball coach, we need to swing big. I think we've... uh, Got two mid-major coaches that came in the last few times. I think we should swing big. I think we should go after Jay Wright. I think we should go after Sean Miller or maybe even Chris Gent. I, I love the I thank you. I, I love the Jay Wright and I love the Chris Gent. I'm not sold on the Sean Miller and kind of the whole thing with uh, what you said bids. He was knowingly, definitely cheating. Like, there's no doubt he was cheating. And Arizona is a blue blood basketball program, and they still couldn't get over the hump out there. And they had some good, pretty good players, uh, and some that are even doing well in the NBA right now. I don't know why. I'm just not sold on the Sean Miller like everybody else seems to think he is the home run hire. I wouldn't say everybody. Uh, I've seen a lot of people. Now, I will say he's been mentioned a lot, and some people like Coltrane have mentioned him as, as at least being on their wish list, top three, whatever. But I think my, the majority of Ohio State fans, in my opinion, that I've seen, agree with us. I, I can, I think, I can definitely get behind the Jay Wright and the Chris Jen. Yes. I would want Jay Wright just to see them thousand dollar Armani suits on the sideline, no looking good. George Clooney over there coaching the basketball team. Here's the thing about that, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it in the Brad Stevens category where there's zero percent chance. It'd be pretty close to that, though. I don't think Jay now. Money talks. I get that. If you're going to pay him like you're paying right, but they're not going to do. They're not going to pay him like $10 million to come here. It would take something like that. I don't think you there's think any 10? way. I don't think there's any way he would come. Maybe a little less than I don't, I don't know. He, again, though, when, they, when these guys have made generational money already, I mean, I mean, now some guys just want to make as much money as they can. I, a guy like Jay Wright strikes me as the type that's just, I mean, he's, he's as cool as a cucumber. He's one as, Two national titles, and uh, I think um, I don't think he'd be interesting. We have another caller on the line, Aiden. Is that correct? Yes. Welcome to the uh, show, Aiden. Hello. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Thanks for calling. Yep. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, uh, you know, instead of just talking about coaches, born and raised Columbus guy. Uh, I'm 42 years old, and I uh, I'm admittedly missing St. John's Arena. It's like our version of uh, you know Cameron Indoor. Smaller, smaller arena, packed. Jimmy Jackson and the boys, loud, energy. You know, you get the shot expansion. I get it. More, more capacity, bigger stadium. I just want to see more energy, more, more attendance. You know, obviously we got to win for that. But not only coaching, but 
you know, just the Columbus is growing as a city. We, we all love our Buckeyes, and I just want to see more support for, for Ohio State basketball. That's all I have to say. Aiden, I'm with you, and, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons I love Bruce Pearl is I think he would bring energy uh, to that building. Look, the shot, it is what it is. It's not the greatest experience for college basketball. But I'll tell you this, the last two years, the Ohio State women's team has proven not only has proven that not only if you are a good team, but if you play an exciting brand of basketball, people will come out and support it, and it will get loud in there. And I've been to games in the shot. I remember a game years ago where Ohio State and Iowa were both ranked in the top 10. And it was I was sitting all the way in the top, and it was rocking. I remember games against LSU. I remember the Matt Sylvester shot, you know. And uh, uh, so the atmosphere can be there. I think Ohio State just has to put the product, not only a good winning product, but an exciting brand of basketball on the court. Yeah, in a perfect world, they would have about a uh, similar capacity stadium as St. John. And uh, I love St. John. The acoustics in there were crazy. Uh, It got so loud. And then it was so unique, too. If you sat like in the... uh, It was steep no matter where you were in there. But you get to the upper deck of the of St. John, you can still go in there, obviously, like for skull session or whatever else. It is so steep. That's it how they so steep. That's how they used to build all of them. I build all of them. I don't know if you have ever been to a game at Rupp Arena, but I mean literally your feet are at the person in the row in front of you's head. I mean you're that steep. We've got a good uh Rupp Arena. I've I've uh been there once. Same. Was not there as a fan, was there covering a game. Okay. But picked a good one. Ohio State Xavier. Oh. Yeah, buddy. It's a good one. Speaking of our boy Sean Miller, huh? No, I'm with you on that. I would love to see. Is that Ron Lewis? That was Ron Lewis. Ron Lewis shot. I love it. And that team ended up going to the national championship game under Mr. Thad Mata. Yeah, um, I would love to see Jay Wright, Chris Gent. I definitely would like to hear what, you know, he would definitely be on my short list. If you're going to interview five guys, he would definitely be one of them, or even just four, three guys. Gent would be on there. I would call Jay Wright. There's no doubt about it. I, I would pick up the phone and call him. I just don't think he'd be interested. Dave, the, right. day, the day after Holman got fired, I wore in here my OSU Jam Jimmy Jackson Chris Gent shirt to show my support for Chris Gent. I love it. I, I tell you what, that, 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 um, that would make a lot of sense. I'd love to hear what he would have to say about recruiting and NIL. I mean, it's just a different world. And if he says all the right things, you know, and it, it's genuine, then that could be, that checks a lot of boxes for me. Speaking of recruiting, he obviously has a tie to LeBron James being an assistant to the Lakers, and a lot of people have said, you get Chris Gent, you get Bryce James as well. I mean, I don't know, but... We'll see. All right, we have a question from Twitter. Do we still call it Twitter? We have to call it I X, call don't it, we? I call it Twitter. Eric yesterday said, the artist formerly known as Twitter. I like that. <laughs> That's that a good was one. my favorite. I rendition. like that. The artist formerly known as Twitter. But the, we still call them tweets. Even people that call it X, I've noticed, still call them tweets. Retweets. You retweet on X. Elon, can you just change it back to Twitter? <laughs> I, I know Elon's listening to the show. Every but, time in my computer, I type in Twitter.com. So. It still is Twitter oh, yeah, to same. me. Come on. <laughs> Mama call him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. I'm thinking of like the Billy Joel song, <laughs> always a woman to me or whatever it is. It's always Twitter to me. <laughs> it's always Twitter to me. You lost me on the Billy Joel reference, but um, I'm sure it's a good one. All right. This is from Buckeye Madness on Twitter. <laughs> is Will Howard definitely our QB1? And if so, who will be his backup? Now, Ryan will give his answer next because he, he's a Will Howard hater. No, he's not. 
definitely Will Howard is QB1. Like 100%. I have that from a very good source. And even if I didn't have it from a very good source, which which I do, um, there's no doubt he is going to be QB1 because he would not have come here if it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to let you compete for the job. No. Um, His backup plan was going to the NFL. He got an invite to the Senior Bowl. He was told anywhere between third round and sixth round. He also had an offer for... The Miami Hurricanes, that was his third choice. He said his number one choice was Ohio State. And um, I think he's definitely QB1. And I'm on record that he's going to have a good year. Is he going to have an elite, crazy good year? Highs? No, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to go there. But I think he's going to be exactly what Ohio State needs because they're stacked. I love this roster with the depth. So, yeah, Will Howard is definitely QB1 in my estimation, Ryan Baker. And I'll keep this one short and sweet for the backup. I think it's going to be Julian Sand as a true freshman. He is talented. I'm getting... The early reports, and I haven't had a true practice yet, so take this with a grain, are positive with Julian saying, I'm not hearing good things about Aaron Noland, and I mean, I would venture to guess Devin Brown's going to transfer. Lincoln Keenholds is nothing to sneeze at, even though he, he, don't even watch the Cotton Bowl. He wasn't, that wasn't on him. He wasn't even prepared for that, and that's not his fault. I'm going with Julian saying as the backup. So I was probably about 75% that Will Howard was going to be the starting quarterback. I'm probably about 95% now that Chip Kelly's in because I feel like Chip Kelly has always had a quarterback that they could rely on to run. Not that some of these other guys can't, but I just feel like it makes more sense with what Chip Kelly's going to want to do that Will Howard is the quarterback. I think Devin Brown will be gone as well. Um, you know, Bids, I'm a huge Lincoln Keenholz guy. I have been for a long time. I think he's the backup this year. Um could happen. I think, I think he's a guy of all these guys in the quarterback room because I don't think Sayan or Nolan is probably going to leave. Maybe, you know, if Sayan beats out Nolan or vice versa eventually down the line. I think Lincoln Keenholz is a guy that maybe could come back to bite you if he goes away. I don't know if any of the other guys are, but I think he could be. I think he's the backup this year. It's interesting. I mean, you know, a young man from. South Dakota played all three sports. Got here late, so competition in high school not that good, but just a stud in all three sports. You could argue that ceiling's pretty high with him. That he's got, you know, if things come together now that he's focusing on football, you know, and um, you know he's got four years left. They're able to redshirt him, even though he got his feet wet. I'm glad they have him on the roster. I do think Sand's going to be the backup, and uh, I wouldn't rule out. Aaron Nolan transferring. I hope he sticks around. I hope he sticks around. That'd be great to keep them both. Good um, problems to have. Definitely. Hey, and I appreciate you guys. It's great hearing um, from our callers and, and the people on social media. We're going to do this. If you're uh, a loyal listener of the show, second se- second segment of uh, the second hour every week on Sunday, we're going to take your calls and your comments from social media. So appreciate you guys checking in. All right. Up next is Caleb Blake's favorite segment. It's this or that. That's coming up next on The Money. During this 10-second promo, Rothman will lose money gambling on something. People like you come here and blow the family nesting that built this town. Rothman and Ice. Weekdays from noon to 3. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Dave Biddle was caught trying to bet on office ping pong matchups. You're listening to On The Money. Presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. Welcome back to On The Money. 
97.1 The Fan, Dave Biddle, Ryan Baker, Caleb Blake, Scotty Vegas, the fourth member of our Wolf Pack. On the the, high seas. On the high seas with his beautiful wife. They're probably listening to the show right now. No, they're probably sipping mimosas poolside or at one of the great ports on the Buckeye Cruise for cancer. All right. Right about now, it's Scotty Vegas' favorite segment. It's this or that. Hit it, Caleb. All right, so uh, late breaking news for the uh, few people out there like Ryan and I that care about NASCAR. The Daytona 500 postponed. Hot off the press. A little rainy in Daytona we're gonna today. Have, so it's not going to be today. It's going to be tomorrow. 4 p.m. And are you getting with... You like this, actually, because there's actually a decent amount of sports on today. Ohio State basketball's on. That's my... I'm into, I like college baseball. Buckeyes are playing college baseball again today. Got some other college baseball. NBA All-Star game. There's some other stuff going on. Yeah, you know, there's some other stuff. And then then tomorrow there's really nothing. And now we're getting Daytona tomorrow afternoon. You getting with that this is a good thing? Or are you getting with, no, you'd rather see it today? So I will get with it's a good thing because I don't have anything tomorrow at that time. So I'll be able to watch and tune in. Like if I couldn't watch or tune in, I may not be with that but i can tomorrow so i'm gonna get with it i'm not the biggest nascar guy personally so i'm like <laughs> it's, it really doesn't affect me too much yeah. but i mean yeah i'm happy for you ryan i guess so I'm, i am with it i am with it yeah I'm, I'm getting with it i I like that it's tomorrow just because there's nothing else going on and now there's nascar to bet on tomorrow All right, so obviously NASCAR season was supposed to start today. It's going to be tomorrow now. Pitchers and catchers have reported for spring training. I believe tomorrow the rest of the teams are going to report the the regular everyday players. So we've got two sports coming back that we can bet on bids. Are you getting with betting on NASCAR or doing a little baseball bets? I am getting with baseball bets. Um which, my goodness, with so many games and <laughs> so much stuff to bet on, jeez. I'll probably get myself in a little bit of trouble this summer. No, I'm, I'm getting with baseball betting. What about you? So, there is so much to do in baseball, but I don't know why I love betting on NASCAR. And it's so hard. I mean, you've got top threes and top fives and top tens and stuff like that. But, you know, I think the real money is the guy that wins. And only one guy wins. It's pretty similar to betting on golf, I guess. But I, um, I guess maybe because that's the only thing that keeps me involved in NASCAR, really. So I, I'm going to go with NASCAR. I'm going to go with baseball here. I happen to love betting on baseball, especially when you go like with a couple of buddies. And I don't know, you just like we would like go and bet like quarters at Guardians games, like just get the um, like the bleacher seats. I mean, that's always like a good time <laughs> to me. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with baseball here. All right, guys, I got a fun one for y'all. So had a little bit more free time this week, caught up on The Office, had some marathons in. I also went to the movie theater, though, uh, to go re-see Dune. Dune 2 is, you know, coming out soon. I'm like a big TV movie kind of guy. So I ask you guys, are you getting with TV or are you getting with movies? Just in general. I'm getting with TV. I'm I'm not like one of these guys that you ask me a movie I probably haven't seen. I'm not that far, but I, I would surprise you if some of the movies I have not scene and um not that i'm that into tv but uh and i do like both i'm getting with tv though generally speaking 
I'm going to get with TV as well. I'm not the, I'm with you. Like, people will ask me some movies that, oh, I can't, you know, this movie I've never seen. What? Yeah, and I'm right. the same way with shows. Like, I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. I've never seen. Right. You've never seen Sopranos. I've never seen Sopranos. I've never seen Sons of Anar, you know, Breaking Bad. Some of these shows that are really big time. I'm kind of a guy that has my certain things that I watch, and that's it. I've never been the biggest movie person, so I'll go with TV. I'm going to come up with, like, the, I, I can live with you being a TV. I'm a movie guy, movie guy myself. I can live with you being a TV over movie guy, both of you, but I'm going to make the greatest list of TV shows for you to just have to binge watch, right? <laughs> and Breaking Bad's on there, right? Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I, mean I love Breaking Bad. Crazy to me that you haven't seen, I mean, like any of it? Like None. None at all. Swear to God. Dude, Dave, we got to get, we gotta do get that. the culture. It's, Never it's, seen an episode of Survivor. And it's not one of those that you you have to be like, kind of like suffer through like Oh, well, it's boring, but like midway through the first season, it gets good. No, no. Right from Bre- jump? Breaking Bad will get you hooked right away. It's such oh, a, yeah. it's such a great like premise. If you don't, I'm not even going to say anything more. Just Caleb's right. You got to watch that. All right. My next one. All right. Which way do I want to go here? Let's see here. Um, I kind of touched on this earlier. I'm curious to get your guys' take on this. Which quarterback, because there's no way they're going to have five scholarship quarterbacks. When fall camp begins, like no way. Ryan wants Ryan Day wants four. He wants four. He has five right now, which is crazy. All right, which quarterback is most likely to transfer from Ohio State following spring ball? This is like this, that, or this guy, or that guy, or that guy. I, I think this one's pretty easy. I think it's going to be Devin Brown. You know, he was the good soldier. He waited his time. He was ready to burn the boats, but then the captain changed ships on him, and <laughs> I don't blame him for leaving Ohio State. He's got a limited amount of time here. He hasn't. He doesn't really have anything on tape. He needs to get some stuff on tape if he wants to play at the next level and continue his football career, and you know what? I don't begrudge him. I wish him the best. I hope he goes somewhere, and I hope he plays really well, but I think it's Devin Brown. I also think it's Devin Brown. has got three years left. Great young man. Not a good young man. Great young man. But And maybe it was just terrible luck. You would need to see it for more than one season, but my gosh, he got hurt four different times. I'm not exaggerating. And he barely played. One of the times he got hurt was in pregame warm-ups. Okay, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we I don't think we know how bad that ankle injury really was to start. But the, he, then he hurt the other. It wasn't even like that was like he hurt the other foot then in the Cotton Bowl. It wasn't even the same one. So I don't know, man. I'm getting with Devin Brown as well. Yeah, I unfortunately got to agree with you guys. I'm a big. I I really think he is is a guy. I think he's a player. Like even you know after. He probably ends up transferring out. I think, you know, he can help another program, you know, if he could stay healthy, obviously. I on hope the he field. does. Um, so, yeah, but I just, it's, the writing just kind of seems like it's on the wall right now. Guys, I can't believe we've gone this far into this or that and haven't had any food questions. So let's get that oh, changed wow. right let's now. Let's do it. I know we all love pizza. Everybody loves pizza. So you've got a pepperoni pizza and you got to pick another topping. Are you going to get with bacon? Or are you getting with banana peppers? Oh, wow. Totally. You totally took me for a ride right there. I know. I was getting right. I thought he was going to go sausage. I, yes. Exactly. I almost did, but and I flipped I, it up. But, but banana that's my numbers. Oh, man. And, and bacon, too. Oh, man. It's just pepperoni? Pepperoni is the only other topping? Yeah, pepperoni and either bacon or banana peppers. I, I can't not get with bacon, which means I'm getting with bacon. Yeah, I, I got to agree. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I gotta do with bacon. Even though banana peppers are a great, great pizza dish, yes, for sure. For sure. So it's funny, like 
I am a big with eating texture person. I love the flavor of the banana pepper, but I hate having it in my mouth and chewing on it. It just, it grosses me out for some reason. I don't know why. I I hate lettuce because I feel like it's like chewing on this piece of paper right here. But how can anybody ever go against bacon? It's got to be bacon. You You guys getting with having an exotic animal as a pet or no? Like if you could, like you're rich. And like you, a tiger, you, exactly. Like exactly. some Mike Tyson type stuff. Exactly, exactly. You getting with like if you you had the means, and you know you got more money than you ever know what to do with. All right, so you getting is, with, and you like tigers. You name it. Name an animal that you really is really a like. monkey is exotic. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, if you go to your friend's house, you're like, oh my god, like that. That's what I'm talking about. Like you have me, this. Like we're not talking about like cats or dogs me, or turtles. You, let me ask you this: Is a skunk exotic? Oh, whoa. Uh, that's disgusting. That's not <laughs> well, that's like here, a different here, category. Here's why I ask. So I have heard that if you find a baby skunk and you take whatever gland in them that makes them give off that smell that they have, their protection smell, that they are great pets. And like you get rid of it? Yes, like, you can get it taken out when they're young and they don't you don't have to worry about that. I've heard they're great pets. Bob Barker used to talk about that. Please get your uh skunks uh <laughs> spayed neutered and that stinky thing out of there. So I've always wanted to have a pet skunk like that because I thought it would freak people out so much. <laughs> but I'm gonna get with it because I think it'd be cool to have a monkey. <laughs> It all comes back to Bob Barker. <laughs> I'm, I'm also going to go with it. I guess. I mean, yeah, if I if you could, you got the means to do it. Why not? Let's run. <sighs> I was going to say no, but it would be cool to have a tiger. It would be. <laughs> it would be cool to have a tiger. It would be. But then you would. But do I feel some, like it's wrong, though. Then your friends would do some kind of hangover thing and steal your tiger. I, mean, I, def- <laughs> I know, right? And it's just uh, uh. no. I'm going to go with my first. I just feel like it's wrong. I feel like it's wrong. And I know I would treat that tiger like it'd be like in heaven, in my opinion. <laughs> May he might not feel like it, but like I got, I can't get with it. Anymore? I got one more for you before we take it. Okay, which sport do you find kind of boring on TV, but you love watching in person? Like, are you getting with? Baseball, you getting with hockey, you getting with none of the above, you getting with something else. I think this is easy. I think it's baseball, and I watch. I, I guess I'll say I'll watch a lot of baseball because I'll have it on in the background because you don't have to be fixated on it. You can be doing other things. You know, you could be doing laundry, you could be cleaning, and just have it on and kind of know. But there's nothing like going to the ballpark and watching a baseball game. Too, I love going to the you know Huntington Park. I love going down there and watching the Clippers. So give me baseball, and that's a great. To me, it's either baseball. Or hockey, you know, if I'm watching like a hockey game on TV at home, even if I have my pet tiger with me, it's just, it's not the same as being like at the rink. Like, um, I'm just a bigger baseball fan. I, Brian's right though. I mean, it's almost like splitting hairs for me. I'll go with hockey because I really enjoy going to Blue Jackets games. If I'm there, I can't really sit down and watch a Blue Jackets game. Usually like start to finish. Like I'm a big Reds fan, so I'll, I'll watch, but baseball so much better in person. So again, it's like splitting hairs, but since Ryan picked baseball, I'll go with hockey. What do you got? Dave, I'm with you. I, yeah, hockey for me. Like I can't necessarily always stay locked in when I'm watching it on TV, but I mean, when you're seeing the guys just fly around on the ice like that and it's moving so fast, I mean, it's, it's one of the most exciting, like, in-person sports to watch, I'd say. So I'm also going to go with hockey. 
I'll never forget my first NHL game. I was there on a press pass. I wasn't even really covering it, but it was for the Madison Press, which is now a defunct newspaper. But it was my first time ever going to an NHL game. A buddy of mine went with me. We just walked around. You know, it was with the press pass. We just walked around nationwide. It was like either, I think I don't think it was their first year. It must have been like their second or third year. And I saw these big guys flying around on the ice, flying into each other. And I had watched plenty of hockey on TV, but I was like, oh, I get it now. I get it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see that live. It's like, oh, I get it. It's, it. it's massively different than watching it on TV. All right. Up next is Best Bets. That's coming up next on The Money. Your home for the Buckeyes, Blue Jackets, and crew. And our sincere apologies for common men singing Creed songs. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Scotty Vegas has his own cot in the casino. You're listening to On The Money. Presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. Welcome back to On The Money, final segment of the show. Really appreciate you guys riding along with us. All right, here we go. Best bets. This is where Ryan and I are going to give some of our favorite bets to make. Ryan, what do you got, my friend? So I was looking at the lines for games today, and one stood out to me right away. It was Northwestern at Indiana. Northwestern's an underdog in this one, which was kind of surprising to me, given that Northwestern has you know a, a better record. They're fourth in the Big Ten. Indiana's eighth. It's plus 110 for Northwestern on the money line, and I need to check here. It was, they were two-and-a-half-point underdogs at one point. Then it went to one-and-a-half. I need to pull it up here again. I like that one, too. It's it's back to two-and-a-half now. It's minus 115 if you want to take the points with Northwestern. Both teams are two-and-three in their last five. Northwestern was 2 and 0 against Indiana last year. They were 1 and 0 the year before that. They split in the 2021 season. Northwestern lost in double overtime, but they won at Indiana. They haven't lost at Assembly Hall since the COVID season. And I just think Northwestern's a better basketball team. Yeah, so Boo, I think Boo will be the best player on the floor. Yeah, so I think yeah. Northwestern plus 110 on the money line. I like that. And then we talked about the Daytona 500. Uh, it's getting postponed, if you hadn't heard, uh, from today to tomorrow at 4 because of weather down there. There's a couple guys I really like in the Daytona 500. One of them's Kyle Larson. He's done just about everything in NASCAR except win the Daytona 500. He's plus, is he 16 to 1 to win? Uh, Plus 450 to finish in the top three and plus 200 to finish in the top five. And then Brad Keselowski, he's 12 to one to win. He's uh, pretty much dominated the last two Daytona 500s except for winning them. He's led the most laps. He's been really good in the last five Daytona 500s. He's plus 470 to finish in the top three, plus 140 to finish in the top five. So those are a couple guys I really like at the Daytona 500. You get on that Ryan Blaney train, the defending champion in NASCAR. All right, um, I'm going to go with Purdue minus eight and a half at the shot today. A game you can hear right here on 97.1 The Fan. Pre-game coverage begins at noon with the great Timmy Hall. Game tips at 1 p.m. with the great 
Paul Keels and Ronnie Stokes on the call. All right, give me Purdue minus eight and a half. I thought it'd be higher. Um, and maybe the Buckeyes will give them a good game. Maybe the Buckeyes will even have a, a crazy upset. But I feel like um, there's going to be kind of a, an emotional lift early. Guys are going to be playing loose. Um, but I think Purdue's going to just, you know, outlast them and pull away in the second half. So I think Purdue's going to win this game by nine or more. It's going to be Purdue minus eight and a half. A futures bet I like in the NBA. We talked about this, I think, once on this show, but I want to mention it again. The Phoenix Suns are flying under the radar a little bit. But they're playing good basketball now, and they've got a really good team. So give me the Suns to win the West at plus 775. That is our show for today. Thank you very much for joining us. For Ryan Baker and Caleb Blake, I am Dave Biddle. Up next is ESPN Radio. And don't forget, pregame coverage of Ohio State Purdue starts at noon. This has been On the Money. There's nothing Bo Bishop can't do well except find competent co-hosts. Bishop and Friends. Weekdays from 9 to noon. The Fan. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.